Good morning, brethren. We are coming again to you from Deliverance Church, Gong Road. We are grateful to the Lord who has given us yet another day for us to be able to share the Word of God together with you in your living room or wherever you are listening. Maybe you are driving or wherever you are. I believe you are hearing us and God is going to bless you and encourage you today. Before I start, I'd like to invite the presence of the Holy Spirit so that we can all be under his instructions. And let's pray together. Father in heaven, we welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit as we start this service, this message today, that you will speak to us, uplift us, and encourage us. Interpret this word in our hearts. Your word is spirit and life. And we pray that that word will bring life into our life, O God Almighty, that we may live to glorify your name. We thank you and we honor you in Jesus' mighty and holy name. Today we would like to come to you once again to encourage you because this is what we have been doing for the season that we've been under this pandemic, coronavirus or COVID-19 or whatever it may be called. It is a, a situation that we have found ourselves in that we never anticipated in the beginning of the year we had a lot of hope, we had uh, plans, we had objectives, we had goals. We were looking forward to clear the month of Ju June, I mean, February, which we did. And I mean, uh, for the month of January, February, and uh, March. But come March, uh, what we had had was elsewhere also hit us. And um, we, were, uh, we found ourselves being asked to do things that we are not used to. We found ourselves at home when we should be working. We found ourselves not traveling when we should be traveling. We found ourselves, some of us, not working when we should be working. And as time continued, some of us started experiencing uh, losses in terms of uh, resources, finances, People are laid off, others, their business went down, and we entered into a period of uncertainty or crisis. And today, I would like to speak to us to encourage us. I know it has been over 100 days since we were put into this um, un unwanted situation that we never asked for, that we would never want to have again uh, when it comes to Annette. This is not something I believe that anybody would want to experience again. But since it has happened, what are we supposed to do? And my message today is to encourage you that even in times of crisis, you still can prosper. And you shall live and prosper even in crisis. Hear my word, the word of the Lord today. He will see you through this crisis. He will see you through this unwanted situation. He will see you through these uncertainties because he has a promise, he has a word that he has spoken to you. As a believer, as a child of God, I want to remind you that he is the one who called you. You did not call him. 
In the book of John 15, it tells us, you did not choose me, but I am the one who chose you. What does that tell me? If God is the one who chose me, then God is responsible for seeing me through this journey where which he has called me. Of course, there are conditions that I need to meet, but the, 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 the ultimate word that gives me hope is the fact that he has called me. And he has also assured me that he will never leave me. He will always be with me, even in crisis. And that's why I say today, I want us to see how we can survive, how we can thrive and prosper even in this situation because it is God who has called us and it is God who is on your side and he knows what is happening on earth today. This thing did not catch God by surprise. He knew it was going to come. He allowed it to come because he is God and he knows why. We may never know why did God allow this to hit us. We don't know. But he is God. We cannot question him. Our assignment, our responsibility is actually to look to him and trust him and believe that even through this crisis, he will still see us through. And today, I would like us to look at three people that God called but they also, during their time, went through hard time. They went through crisis, but God did not abandon them. He came through for them. And these are our fathers. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Chosen by God. Spoken to by God, given promises. Men who, who had God. Men who had great promises. Men who saw God lift them. Take them from one place to another. Men who had a lot of faith and hope in God. But did they go through hard times? Yes, they did go through hard times. Why did they go through hard times? We do not know. Why God allow hard times to come on earth? If we try to analyze and say because people have sinned, it may be a possibility because people have sinned. But Abraham has not sinned. He was afraid of God. But we'll see him going through crisis. We'll see him encountering a situation that is hard and difficult for him. And I'd like to read for you. Let me start by reminding ourselves that Abraham was called of God and was blessed by God. Chapter 12 of Genesis says, Now the Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country, and your kindred and your father's house to the law that I will show you, and I will make you a great nation. Please note, I will make you a great nation. That is a promise. 
And I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and him who dishonors you I will cast and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. That's the word of the Lord for Abraham. And indeed Abraham was blessed. But see first 10 of the same chapter 12. What does it say? Now there was famine in the land. So Abraham went down to Egypt so to sojourn there. For the famine was fear in the land. And when he was about to enter Egypt, he said to Sarah, his wife, I know that you are a woman, you are a beautiful woman in appearance. And when the Egyptians will see you, they will say, this is his wife. Then they will kill me, but they will let you leave. So, say you are my sister, that I may live. We've seen Abraham called by God, given a promise. I will bless you. I will make you a father of many nations. Your families will be blessed. Those who dishonors you, I will curse. But those who blesses you, I will bless. What a promise. Praise the Lord. Abraham must have been a very excited man. He's been called by God. God has spoken to him. And we are told that Abraham really prospered. But when he moves out of his base, his comfort zone, where he is used to, where his family is, are members of his family, and God tells him, go to the land that I will show you. While he is there, there is a famine in the land. Why would there be a famine in a land where God has told him to go? Why would there be a famine in the land where God has told him to go? She would not expect because God has told him, I will bless you. But now he has encountered a challenge. He has encountered a crisis. He has encountered an uncertainty in his life. And he is forced to relocate to another land, to Egypt, to look for help. And while he is there, he is so scared that these people might kill him. Because he had a beautiful wife, so that they can take the wife. And he tells her, please tell them you are my sister, so that I may live. He didn't care. Of course, if she is the sister, she will be taken as a wife by somebody. But Abraham, afraid of God, man who has had God, now is in crisis. And yet he is a child of God. Praise the Lord. He is in crisis, but he is a child of God. God has not changed. He has not negated. 
His promise, his word still holds, and Abraham knows it. But Abraham has to walk away. Maybe you are like Abraham today. God has spoken to you in the past. He has, he has, he has assured you, or he has he assured you that I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. He promised that he will bless you. He will bless your family. And you believed that. A man of God, anointed, prophetically released a word in your life. And he told you, 2020 is your year of victory, is your year of restoration. And you got excited. And you believed. But come the month of March, coronavirus, COVID-19 hits you. And you have no job. The business that you had started, and it had started thriving because it was, you are acting under the promise and the prophetic word is now affected because there is coronavirus. My brother, my sister, Abraham went through it. He came out strong. He did not die in Egypt. As a matter of fact, God told him to move out of Egypt. He went to another lad, to Abimelech's lad, and the Bible says he prospered while he was there so much so that Abimelech, or the king of that lad, wanted to ask for a covenant with him because he wanted to associate with this great, blessed, anointed, strengthened man. And the Bible tells us that Abraham prospered. As a matter of fact, it is estimated that Ab the wealth that Abraham had, nobody in, pre in the present world has that kind of money. Nobody had, if all that Abraham had those days, you know, if he was living today and all that he had, he was the wealthiest man that ever lived. Why? God was with him. Though he went through crisis, God did not abandon him. He still prospered even in crisis. And God continued to speak to him. God visited him several times. We don't have time to go through. But we know that God physically even visited him after this. And he had a meal with God in his own house. But is there somebody who has gone through a famine? My message to us today is that although we are going through what we are going through, we are going to come out. Yes, it is over 100 days. I am hopeful. And not just hopeful. I have faith in God. Because the God I believe in has spoken to me. And he has assured me that I have entered into a season or a dispensation of restoration of all things. That is the word of God. It has not changed. Coronavirus cannot change the promises of God. The crisis you are in today will not change the promises of God. 
God has not forgotten that he has a covenant. He has an agreement with you to take care of you and to provide to your needs all the times. So even in famine, you will thrive like Abraham. What about Isaac? You would have thought now that the father has gone through it, maybe God will spare the son from going through a crisis. But no, God's ways are not our ways. His plan is not our plan. But it is a perfect one. Irrespective of what happens, that plan is perfect. So Isaac finds himself in trouble like his father. Genesis 26, chapter 1. This is what it says. Now there was a famine again in the same land, a famine in the land, beside the former famine that was in the days of Abraham. Beside that one, another one came. And Isaac went together to Abimelech, king of the Philistines. And the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Dwell in the land of which I shall tell you. So journey in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and to your offspring I will give all these lands, and I will establish the oath that I saw to Abraham, your father. I will multiply your offsprings as the stars of heaven and will give to your offsprings all these lords. And in your offspring all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my church my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. I like that. Isaac is receiving God's blessing because of his father. Because God had entered into a covenant with Abraham. That blessing I will bless you. And I'll bless your offsprings. But you would, as I said, you would have expected that Isaac is going to have it easy. Because his father has gone through it, has created the path for him, has established wealth for him. He doesn't need to labor, he doesn't need to work so hard. You would expect that everything is moving for him in the right direction. But yes, it was. But this one day hit him like it hit us. In the month of March, when the first patient was announced, and here we were told Corona is now with us. It hit Isaac as well. A day came, and we are told there was famine in the land, beside the former famine that his father went through. He is hit by another one. Crisis will come. And they will go. But there is no guarantee that another one will not hit. And many of us have experienced crisis in the past. 
We have gone through tough times. It's not your first time, my sister, to lose a job. You have probably have lost it before. But you seem to have forgotten that God saw you through the period that you did not have a job. It is not your first time, my brother, to lose a business. You started one and it went other. You started another one and it went other. Even this time, the fact that it has gone other does not mean that God is not with you. If he saw you through the first time and he raised you again and he saw you the second time and he didn't raise you again, what makes you think that coronavirus or COVID-19 is the last stroke and you will not survive again? I am here to announce. Yes, we are 100 days plus. We may not know how many more days we are going to go through this. But if Abraham survived and Isaac also survived, because if you read through, Isaac, even in the land that he went, the land of Gera, he went through more crises. But the Bible tells me that even during that time, he planted and he harvested a hundredfold. My brother, my sister, God glorifies himself in hard times. God's glory is seen when we are down, not when we are up. It's a known fact that we rarely praise and worship when things are working very well. We rarely take days to fast to go to the mountains when everything is fine. But wait, a crisis hits a family and they're about to lose their piece of land or their, piece of, or their home because they cannot be able to pay the mortgage. That's a time even those who do not pray will pray and call upon the name of the Lord. We need to learn to pray even when there are no crises. We need to learn to worship even when things are going well for us. Isaac survived the famine. God instructed him. And that's something I want us to see. That God tells him, do not go down to Egypt. That's verse 2. Dwell in the land of which I will tell you. Dwell in the land of which I will tell you. This is very key and very interesting. He would have followed the steps of his father. When famine hit the land, his father went to Egypt until God told him to come out. But this time, God doesn't want the son to make this a similar move. He tells him, go to the Lord that I will show you. In other words, God was trying to tell Isaac, trust in me. Do not trust in your ability. 
If you trust in me, I will be able to provide. In other words, God forced Isaac to trust in his ability to provide and not to do the natural thing. What is natural? Is to do what is normal. What do other people do? And I want you to learn this. If you get nothing else out of my message today, understand this, that God wants you to trust him. He wants you to get to that level where you are able to trust his ability to provide even in crisis without falling back to the norm or to what people are used to doing. Because when God gives you instruction, when God gives you an idea, he is giving you an idea or his word to save you, not to destroy you. And it is at such a time that we are in crisis that we need to hear what is God saying because God is still speaking. And we are seeing, and we shall see at the end of my sermon, that the three common things that these people have is that one of them is what I've just told you, that they had God. The second one is that they obeyed God. Because God wants you to understand. You can survive in, when you are in him. If you focus your eyes on him, and not on what is happening, not on the natural things. Your eyes will tell you, when you look at this, your mind will tell you, nothing is working today. Nothing is working. Why? Because we are not producing. We are not selling. We are not importing as we used to. Life is not normal anymore. We have even been told it is not normal and it is not going to be normal. We are being prepared at, for another normal that we are not used to. But I'm here to speak as a servant of God, looking at the scriptures and the history of the scriptures and how God has worked with his people during crisis. And they have survived. Why? Because it is God who has spoken. Isaac survived. He did not go to Egypt. He went to Gera because that's where God wanted him to be. And it is in Gera that God blessed him. Has the Lord spoken to you? Have you heard the word of the Lord? My brother, my sister, if you have heard the word of the Lord, hold on to that word. Because that's the word that will help you through the crisis. Don't listen to what we are, other people are saying. Don't listen to the advice. That the, the people are giving, yes. I'm not saying that we totally disobey. Because we are under authority. We are given procedures to follow. Protocols to follow. We shall follow those protocols, yes. 
But beyond the protocols and the procedures, there is the word of God. And that word is the one that needs to guide me and guide you. And that's why we are telling you, hear ye the word of the Lord. Receive the instruction that God is giving you concerning your situation. And you know, God deals with us as individuals most of the times. Because what you need may not necessarily be what I need. What you are going through may not be necessarily what I'm going through. But God knows all of us what we are going through. And he has a solution for each one of us. Let us trust him and believe in him. Isaac did it and he lived. He survived. He was blessed so much so that again, like his father, Abimelech desired to have a covenant with him because God has blessed him. And they said, we have seen that the heart of the Lord is with you. Even after they had persecuted him, they wanted to associate with him. I want to tell you, probably you are the answer to your kids, kinsmen. You are the answer to your family. You are the answer to the nation. Because God is going to raise you and bless you so that you survive in crisis. Others will come to want to know, how did you do it? How come you planted and you harvested a hundred folds? How come your business is still thriving even in crisis? How come that you are still able to meet your debt obligations even during this time? How come? They will ask all those questions. But the answer is in the word of God. Because when God promises, he does not change his mind. He is not a human being. To lie. He does not lie. What he has promised you, he will do. The other person that we, 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 we said went through crisis is Jacob. My friend, Jacob went through it. It was a tough time. He had to run away from his brother because he had cheated his brother and he has taken his blessing. And he had to go to Laban's, his uncle. And you know the story that he worked for Laban for 14 years to get the woman that he loved. Because the one he was given after working for seven years was not the one he loved. But his father, or his uncle, sorry, his father-in-law, who was also his uncle, cheated him. And gave him the long girl, Leah. And because he was in love with Rachel, he was willing to work another seven years to get leisure. How many of you have gone through such a time? Have worked for 14 years or even three years to get a wife? If you, the father-in-law tells you, come and work for me for three good years without a pay, you'll say, no, wacha kai, kuna wengi. Jacob had a promise from God. He is a descendant of Abraham, son of Isaac. God appeared to him while he was going away, and he reminded him, because of your father Abraham, I will bless you, I will bring you back to this land. But he found himself 
wandering in a foreign land, yet carrying a promise from God. What am I trying to tell us today? God has spoken to us. We have a promise from him. He has tagged us for blessing. But we are going through crisis. We are going through a hard time. We are going through uncertainties. We have been warned and threatened that life is not going to be normal again. But I'm here to announce, it really doesn't matter what is happening. What matters is what God will do during this time. And for you that believe in him, mine is to encourage you. When you look up to him, the Lord who called you, Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, he will not abandon any one of us because he has promised to walk with us all through. There are many people that went through crisis. Joseph was another one, son of Jacob, the favorite of his father. But he found himself in Egypt as a slave, having been sold by his, his, his brothers. Many years later, God elevates him, and he becomes number two in Egypt. This is somebody who has gone through hard time. Somebody who has gone through crisis. When he was in jail or in the dungeon, he never knew what is going to happen to him. Probably he had given up. Is there a possibility that you all have given up? Could there be a possibility that when you look at the situation in your life today, the losses that you have made, you have no hope. And I want to say there may be many that are losing hope. But we have come to encourage you. Don't lose hope, my brother. Don't lose hope, my sister. God has not changed. The promise he made to you will still remain. Why do I say so? Because God keeps his word. I told you, when you look at three, these three Men, all four men, including Joseph, what kept them going, it is the word they had from God. And it is important for us to understand the power that is in the word of God. They had God. The Bible tells me in the book of John, chapter 6, verse 63, the word is life. My words are spirit and life. That's what it says. God's word is spirit. God's word is life. That word that you have heard, my brother, that prophecy that was prophesied over your life many, many years ago, it doesn't die. I know some of us have prophecies on our lives. Some of us, it is when we were born and our parents wrote it and they have kept it and they have spoken to us about it. But when we look at our life, we seem to be going to the different direction. Again is the one God has spoken. I have come to remind you that God's word is spirit and it has life. 
If you believe that word, you will live and not die. Yes, you will live and not die. You will be able to survive during this crisis. You will come out strong and you will, be, you will tell the story of how you overcame. I may be speaking to somebody who is already sick, infected, but I've come to give you hope today. If you believe the word of God, the word of God is spirit and it has life. And if it is spirit, it is able to penetrate, to enter into your situation. Because there is nothing that can hinder the spirit from entering anywhere. The spirit cannot be blocked. The spirit can transcend anything on this earth. And that's the word of God, which you need to hold on to. My words are spirit and life. Do you have the word of God? Have you heard God? Has he spoken to you? If he has, remember, his word is spirit and it is life. In Hebrew chapter 4 verse 12, it says the word is living and active. It is living. We have seen it was, it is spirit and it is life. It is living because it has life. It doesn't expire. The word of God spoken over your life, my brother, my sister, has no expiry date. Believe me, it has no expiry date. It is living. And it is not idle. It is active. It is still working. Even when you feel like it is not working, the word of God is still working. Even today, it is working. Tomorrow, it will be working. Don't worry. It's a hard days plus. They have said schools may open in September. Do not worry. It doesn't matter. The word of God spoken over your child will still come to pass. The child will sit for an exam, even if it is delayed. Because again, God operates outside time. He is not constrained by time. Don't feel like we are losing. We shall not recover. You are not losing. You are within God's timing. And if you are still within God's timing, you shall recover. The other thing they had in common, number two, number one, they had heard the word of God and they believed that word of God. They believed the word of God. That's the number two. They did not just hear the word. They believed the word. And because they believed the word, it was credited, it is said, it was credited to Abraham. As faith, because he believed in God. My brother, my sister, believe in the Lord your God. Second Chronicles 2020 says, Believe in the Lord your God, and then you shall be established. I would like to, to, to 
Look at that word, established, as, I, as we come to, to, to the close of the message today. That word established, this is what the dictionary says about it. It's something, the word established, it's having existed, something that has existed, or has, something has been done for a long time, and therefore recognized, and generally accepted. Foul established. It is not something that just happened yesterday. It has been tested. The word of God has been tested. It has worked for others. If you believe in it, you shall also be established. That's what the word of God says. You will be established. You will be accepted. People look and say, look at the difference between him and the others. The reason is he has believed the word of God. And he is established. Believe the word of God and you will be established. And then he also says in the same word, it says, believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. Believe in his prophet and you shall prosper. Yes, the word of God has been spoken. You have read it for yourself. A prophet has spoken over your life. Believe again the word of God spoken by the prophet as the word I'm speaking to you today. If you believe this word, you will prosper even in crisis. And my message is to encourage people. 100 days plus, many are discouraged. Many have given up. Nations have given up. Yes, the governments are not giving people hope. And we are likely to lose it. But I've come to encourage you today. Don't focus on what is being said. Focus on the word of God and the word of the prophet. Because if you believe the word of God, you will be established. And you shall Prosper. That word, to prosper, means to flourish physically, grow strong and healthy. Yes, flourish physically, grow strong and healthy, even financially, because that is the word of God. The last one, as we close, they did not just hear the word of God and believe the word of God. They also acted. They did not just say, we believe and sat down. No, they acted upon the word of God. There is need to act, to do what God is telling you to do. If God is telling you to open that business, do not say it is, this is, we are in a bad period and God has spoken in your heart. My brother, my sister, go ahead and open the business. Act, because if you do not act, you will not enjoy the blessings. In, book, in the book of Hebrew, chapter 3, verse 19, we are told, because of their unbelief, who? The Israelites. They did not enter into his rest. Because they did not mix the word that they had with faith. They did not act upon the word. 
Some of them chose to go back to Egypt instead of marching forward to Canaan. They wanted to go back and they died in the wilderness. It is those that believed, mixed the word with faith, and marched forward to Canaan that entered into his rest. As I close, my brother, my sister, that word that has been spoken, act upon it. You can't sit at home throughout and wait to be fed by the government. God is telling you, if you go to the market, you can buy some potatoes, you can buy some oranges. If you go online, you can advertise, you have some skills, you can cook. There are things that you can do with your own eyes. You may be a mechanic and the garage has been closed, but people are still driving their cars. They don't have to come to your garage. We have technology that we are using today. Why don't you go online, advertise your business, and people will start calling you. My message to you today, act upon that word. Don't sit at home. Don't whine. Don't complain. Do something. God is with you and is ready to bless you. We have just seen Isaac planted and he harvested. Believe the word of the Lord and you shall be established. Believe his prophets, you shall prosper. Mix the word with faith, act upon it, you will enter into a season of rest where you are, you are flourishing physically, and in health, because God is with you. May the Lord bless you and keep you and continue to provide to your needs. Amen. Father, we lift up your name and pray for every one of us that has heard this word. We are at home, yes, but we are hearing you speaking to us. I pray that this word, that a spirit and has life, and it is living and active, that this word will start working in us. And Lord, when we act upon it, we shall receive the blessings and all the benefits. I pray that you take care of your people. Open our eyes that we may see that you are on our side. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray and believe. God bless you and continue to take care of you. We love you and we appreciate your great honor and support. I know it is the end of the month. Some of you have given your, your tithe and your offering. Allow me to pronounce blessing. May the Father who sees your works and your givings bless the work of your hands that you may prosper and increase in good, in good health according to his world. May you be the head and not the tail. May your business thrive even in crisis. May there be multiplication and there shall be no decrease in what you do. Even in this crisis, may you receive a job. May you receive a promotion. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.